0: Welcome to the Reimagining Work podcast with Rogi Noord and John Wenger. Um, this is episode 15. It's called The Sounds of Silence. Uh, normally, we, uh, we start with a clean... This is the moment where we start recording, but usually we talk a lot before we hit record. And sometimes we... Are even recording already and sometimes it's just such a good conversation that we uh, really need oh we need to record this so now we've recorded it before and I'm gonna just play it integral um, throughout so the start is a bit mucky but I hope you enjoy the podcast nonetheless we're losing it. We're continuously reminding ourselves of, you know, what it is to be not free, especially on on the continent of Europe, uh, where we have been occupied. And it's something that that left its scars, right? We don't want that kind of suppression. And, um, but, we are being suppressed, and we are losing that freedom that we fought for so dearly I would um add that
1: it's not it's even more than we're losing it, because that sounds like the 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 agency is in our hands. I think what you because the thing you said just' it's been before taken that, away, it's being eroded, yeah, not okay. taken away because then that's when we notice it, but when it's yeah. being eroded, yeah yeah. That's slowly, a nice slowly. When yeah. something's being... I, mean, I thought of water eroding stones.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Slowly, slowly, imperceptibly being eroded, but there is an agent acting upon the stone. And to say we're losing our freedom means that we're being a little bit... Um,
0: yeah, careless with it.
1: Careless or that there is something out of any human's control or out of any agency's control. It's just the law of the universe and I don't think it's a law of the universe. I think it's consciously or unconsciously being eroded and I'm not entirely sure that it would be because of intent. Nevertheless, think some things are happening that are eroding freedom. And that includes in the workplace, I think.
0: It, it definitely, I mean, um, I think everything is interconnected with each other. Everything mm. is reflected by each other. There's, there's not one thing that stands completely on its own. It never does. Everything is interconnected with each other. Mm-hmm. So if we more and more have our liberties eroded through um, uh, restrictions that are being put on us or, or the notion of restrictions or whatever, um, and that's something that I wrote about in an earlier post too, um, is that all that behavior teaches us to shut the fuck up and keep our heads down. Mm. And... We now do that at home, and we've been doing that at home for quite a while because it's no use, and sometimes we go up on the street with everybody and go, ah, and then the government does it anyway. I mean, a nice example for that. Maybe we should be recording. I was just going to say um
1: what we can do, because you can edit bits out, eh? All right, well, let's just, let's just say we start now. I'll do a little introduction, because I think that thing you said just before about the gargantuan things before us that are not just about the world. I can, I can start,
0: so I just start with reading that, that, that part yeah. of the... Um, yeah. Okay.
1: Because it relates to the questions that I had in my head or the interest I had in, the, in this that we can find a way to blend in. Welcome to episode 15 of the Reimagining Work podcast. We are, and we still have been, and we've been sitting here just now, Reimagining Work. And it came out of the conversation we've just been having, the blog post that you wrote here yes. recently. Yes. And um, I think it's a good place to start. There's a piece in there I think is really relevant. How about you um, yeah, just read that piece out?
0: I shall. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the post is called The Sound of Silence. Um, it's it, it, This is a small part of a, the bigger whole. Uh, um. Lately, my writing about social business and its sociological impact has become somewhat polluted by the big real-world problems uh, that we're currently having with um, uh, information gathering by our governments, for instance. Problems uh, seemingly far removed from the office. And more and more I tend to believe that the wishes we have for our workplace, the improvements that we seek and the happiness that we seek are just related are not just related to our jobs, they are much broader. I more and more tend to believe it is merely a subconscious expression of the gargantuan problems our society faces, now and in the near future. The current technological developments and philosophies might just be the enablers for the change we seek to show dearly. That's difficult reading, isn't it? Just maybe we can have that little bit of control we desire so much and just maybe this gives us a fighting chance of regaining the individualism and personal freedom we need as humans. And, um, well, end quote. uh, But the personal freedom that we've uh, obtained uh, over the, especially the past 70 years. Mm. So which is being, as you put it so very eloquently, slowly being eroded, and we're not even noticing it.
1: Mm. And I, I thought that that ties in with the conversation we had recently with Anne-Marie McEwen around her passion of people regaining control, taking control back over their lives, and how their work gets organized, and how their learning gets organized. In a previous um, podcast, that there. last sentence that you, you said, we sure as hell can't expect this from our government, ties in with, Passion of, passion of mine of, uh, you know, my, my, my focus on sociometry and it's about uh, systems being of and for and by the people. We can't, ex- we can't stand by on the sidelines and trust that people in positions of authority, whether that's governments or um, CEOs or managers or church leaders, will necessarily always have our best interests at heart. and I think lots of things that have been revealed in the media in recent years kind of demonstrate that. I'm not suggesting that they're all up to nefarious ends, but... I think a um, very,
0: uh, very nice example, I mean, in, in the Netherlands now, uh, top management of ABN Amro and another bank uh, are getting raises and bonus. They're getting raises leading up to 40% raise or something, and, or 100,000 euros raise, mm-hmm. something ridiculous. Uh, the funny thing is about that is that there's also the bank Triodos. And Triodos is a bank that only puts its money into sustainable and um, ecologically uh, sound projects.
1: So they have like ethical investment policies and those sorts of… Yeah. Exactly.
0: And yeah. every time there's news about CEOs just mm. shoving extra money up their ass, mm. they get more clients. See, so, yeah. so there are people who are, who are aware of that news and go, like, oh, that's, that's it. That's enough. That now, now that's enough. I'm moving to a bank which is just a little bit more sociologically aware mm-hmm. and, and takes its responsibilities that, that they should take. Mm. Um, yeah. So th- that's a nice example of, of people actually taking charge and, and changing something uh, in their um, uh, direct vicinity in in that direct circle of power of influence mm. you know they can do this, and it doesn't hurt them at all you know so but it's a good thing that it happens mm. well it's I'm
1: interested that you know this this idea that you know our freedom is being eroded or taken and um you know the thing that struck me when I read this this post that you referred to the sound of silence was um, the conversations we don't have the things we don't say because mm. I'm kind of bringing it to the frame of reimagining work like that's, that's a really good thing when that you've, the illustration you've just given of bankers and bonuses and, and, and so on that you know since the crash bankers have become sort of low down the list in professions that we trust and people who work in banks w- at whatever level they're working in banks seem slightly ashamed of it you know, there's like there's they, there's a loss of pride in the organisation they work for, and or in the work that they do because they feel that they're tired by the same brush. Um, so I'm interested in the conversations that don't get had, that lead to somebody eventually giving themselves a bonus, or somebody vote being voted a big bonus, when it it raises a lot of anger in people. There's conversations that haven't been had, and I just I'm, I wonder sometimes at some of the big things that go on in the media that that are scandalous and what you know and I scratch my head down, how do we get to that point where these sorts of things are happening where they've got that bonus or you know and you know so what are the conversations that don't get had the things that don't get said because they they seem to die down really quickly and not much really changes
0: mm. yeah that 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 is i mean it's also something that i write in that post the, the speed at which we um, get bombarded with, you know, the deluge of information mm. and it's just non-stop and especially with small pieces of information, some small pieces of news which are very important. Uh, we may see them but they'll come by just like that mm. and you really have to see them. I mean literally, yeah. first of all you need to look at your streams in order to see it pass by. Then you have to click on it. Then you have to make the time to read about it. Mm. And maybe look up a few extra articles. Um, I think the current tragedy of the plane that went down in, in, in the French Alps, mm. I mean, that hashtag, hashtag Germanwings, I mean, that's taking off. That, there's no way that anybody can ignore the fact that that plane went down. Mm. Uh, it's very difficult not to um, uh, read about it, not to hear about that, mm-hmm. because everybody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, but there are way more important things that nobody talks about or very few people talk about and um, that are not discussed on a grander scale. Um, if you take the whole Edward Snowden affair, well can I just uh, that's a really good point that
1: when you said there are way more important things and I'm thinking well for a family member who's lost somebody in that there aren't any more, there's no way more important things uh, at this moment right no, now absolutely but I see what you mean like there's a you know there's a, there's an instant hashtaginess that goes on when things go on in the world that to my mind sometimes trivializes things which for some people in some parts of the world are really important and I think that kind of you know who who makes a decision about that? You know, I'm trying to bring it back into the workplace, reimagining work. What things are important to some people, but others dismiss as unimportant? Who who drives the agenda for what gets discussed and what doesn't get discussed?
0: Example. It's that time of year again where uh, the, our, our head hunt shows come down and, and give us a bunch of numbers and tell us how wonderful things are going, right? Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm, as, as a social business addict, I mean, I'm very lucky that my wife works at a company where they they're never heard of social business or anything like it. So it's a continuous source of, <laughs> of how not to do things and how not to deal with certain things. And uh, of late, they had uh, a round of uh, firing people. And, uh, you know, coming in in the morning, getting fired, leave before the afternoon, and, and you're done. And you, nobody's off coming and whatever. Mm. And a couple of weeks later, then, um, <laughs> yeah. in this case, yeah, it seems, and this is something my wife didn't know at all, the, the head of, the, of that particular location is a woman, and it was like a woman's day, mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks ago. Yes. So she gathered all the women around to spend time on that, mm. which is, you know, you can take it as you will. I mean, I kind of doing that in the workplace, being forced to stand there, you know, getting a white rose, which are mm-hmm. usually used for funerals, but is, you know, I, I don't, I really, I mean, I don't think, but I, I don't think that's, that's anything, anything good, but in a couple of weeks, or a week later, the uh, head of Europe came to the plant to talk about how wonderful it is to work for this company, how well we're doing, what an excellent year we've had last year and what an excellent year we're going to have and these are the numbers and it's all fantastic, blah, 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 blah. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. And he never mentions all those people that were fired. Yeah. So there's like 10 people being fired. There's all sorts of colleagues who go like, what the, it's happening. Mm -hmm. And then he comes along and says, "Tell everything is good. There's nothing to worry about. We're making lots of money. Everything is good. Everything's. Good. We had a wonderful year. These are wonderful." And he's mm. gone, and you go like, "Hang on," and nobody says a thing. There's nobody that stands up and goes to him like, "Dude, sorry. I mean, all these numbers, they're pretty cool. I mean, you're amazing with regurgitating these numbers. But what about those people that were fired?" Do we not get to have a conversation about that? Yeah. How do you explain that if everything goes so well? You know, mm. And uh, are we at risk for even more of that stuff? Or is this his? Or whatever. You know? And it just doesn't get discussed.
1: Well, I'm wondering about in that gathering if that, that sort of thing, that scenario happens, what would need to be in place <coughs> for one person to say, and can we talk about the other thing? That we're not talking about, you know, what needs to happen to allow that to flourish, um, and what's in and, and what's in the air that 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 means that people stand there silent. What what is holding them back from speaking out and saying, "Can we have it's, this conversation?" Not in and not in a, not in a kind of an old-fashioned way of you you're the bad guys, we're the good guys, you know. Um no, no. But can we have a conversation yeah. about this? Somebody is. Somehow, or are we collectively, um, you know, the the conversation we had previously, are we losing our freedom or are we giving it away? Are we misplacing our freedom or is it being eroded or is it a bit of both? What's going on in a room like that with people who are justifiably confused and worried for their own situations Hmm. and upset for the people who've been fired? That means nobody says
0: a word. It's it's not necessarily a a sign of the times thing because the way – they are handling things in that company. They've been doing something similar for decades. I mean, it's completely old school, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they are taught, not directly, obviously. It's not like they take a course or whatever, but their opinion is irrelevant, right? Right? They, every time they have a suggestion, it gets bullied down. Um, Every time something needs to change, they go into a closed room and come up with something. And then Mm. they will tell them what it is they need to change for their work. Mm. So they can do better work so that they can get better reports. And you you learn to not care. To absolutely
1: shut up. very very quickly you learn you learn, you become cynical you learn to shut down you think what's the point because we've had so many of those experiences in our lives.
0: Yeah.
1: Already, yeah. yeah.
0: And and that's something that that as far as the blog post is concerned happens on a, on a much larger scale too. And obviously, it's very worrisome when it happens at work. Because that's where you spend forty hours a week, mm. and um, it can be very um, destructive for a personality um, to to go through that all the time. And uh, uh, but on a larger scale, I mean, oh, pff, holy crap! <laughs> yeah. I mean, you 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 end up with a whole population that just just abides right it just goes like okay whatever yeah sure okay okay yeah sure whatever mm-hmm. and it i mean in one example for instance on, on that scale right i mean back when when the us went to afghanistan and the iraq the dutch government was okay obviously they're an ally so we need to go but we don't really want to go Protests ensued mm. this time. I went to I went to Amsterdam and I protested against uh, The Netherlands joining mm. that ridiculous war
1: mm.
0: so What they did as a solution was We're going to support our allies in this war military mm. But not politically
1: yeah, think about that. So, so you, can, you can imagine a world that everything is separate, then, is what you're saying. <laughs> Things so, aren't connected.
0: Isn't that so extremely easy to do? I mean, then just to say, well, yeah, well, we're obligated to send people. Well, that's politics who sent those people and who came up with the rules of engagement and whatever. So that's the political system that we're in. Mm. And they're sending troops. But then the politics politi- politicians, they say, "But we're not supporting it politically." and they go like, "How can you do that? I mean can you, it, yeah, yeah. You, 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 you can't. you cannot separate the two. You, you, you can't do that. You yeah. as a politician take that decision, so you support it politically. I mean, there's no way you can do. And they got away with it. I mean you're I mean a week on or two weeks on or a month later. Nobody's talking about it anymore. Everybody shuts up about it. And then but we find out it's all uh, one big hoax. And then our uh, Premier, Prime Minister, he says, if I had known then what I know now, I would have made different decisions. Of course, hindsight's lovely. It's great yeah. to say those sorts of things. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Because you can wash your hands a
1: little bit of something that you've exactly, done. Exactly, exactly. So you go like, okay, whatever. However, through I mean, those, that, that sort of thing illustrates what goes on in workplaces all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. people's actions are more of a, uh, more indicative of what's going on than what people say. So the actions are what people see. And as a result of what happened, people's trust goes down. And you think, okay, well, this is how much faith I can put in these people now. I think one of the things that's emerging is, though, people going, well, if I don't trust those people, they're clearly um, you know, mendacious buggers who think they can do what they like and then just say a word, and that makes it all better. How can I then make some more moves to be more of an agent in my own life? How can I live my life and feel that um, I have a sense of freedom and autonomy? I mean, it must having gone to the march and seeing what transpired, it must have been a little um, disempowering okay, well, we've, we've expressed ourselves as, as the people. It's really clear that we don't want this to happen, and you've gone and done it in our name. Uh, it, you know, then, then you're left with, well, how can I, the question of how can I then either start to bring up these conversations and get these people to engage, which you can't. can't force someone to engage if they don't want to. Or then in that case, how can I circumvent these people and create a life, a working life, that's suitable for me and my peers? And that's the, that's the challenge of working sometimes in systems that actively seem to disempower, They actively seem to obstruct, They actively seem to erode, you know, our personal freedoms. That, and that's a big question of our time, I think.
0: I think so too, because it's something that you, uh, I mean, ever since I became politically aware, even in the beginning, you, you, you tend to be... Uh, uh, ideologic. First, you vote on whatever your dad's voting on, mm-hmm. right? Until you you start paying a little bit or, more. Or the, or the opposite, if you have. A or the opposite, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's yeah. done in a it's done as a response to your father Yeah, exactly. Or your mother. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So in a, at some point you became more you become more aware and you you vote in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I am I'm vote more way more left than 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 right, and um. um I lost my point Uh, but you also tend to pay more attention to what it is that they do and and how what kind of consequences these actions have Mm -hmm. and most of the time I feel anyway um, I mean sure they do a job in, 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 in keeping the country running right that's their basic premise of existence They have to keep everything going. So that's what they do. But other than that, I mean, they tell you anything you want to hear in order to get votes, right? And then they turn around and do whatever it is that they want anyway. And um, at some point, you get really tired of that. And and you go like, you know, I just need to create an existence for myself where I have to deal with government as less as possible. Mm. You know, just turn mm. it off and and I'm not going to mm. vote. I mean, me I'm not living in Belgium. In Belgium actually it's your uh your it's uh it's required. Uh, it's a requirement, isn't it? Yeah. Obligatoire, oui. Yeah. And but not if you are not a citizen. However, it, you're, you're obliged to go and take a ballot paper and go in the
1: ballot box, is that correct? I you're not you, you are not obliged to vote for what you've got. This is what I understand, I might be wrong. You can spoil your ballot paper, but you have to go through... Uh, you have the, to go through the, the motions. The motions, you have to go through the act. And I think that sometimes going and putting an X against everybody's name, or putting against against nobody's name, is just as much a statement as putting against, against sure. putting an X against one person. Sure, once
0: you're in, 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 the, in the booth, they cannot the, tell you yeah. what to do anyway, so... Yeah but um, in the Netherlands it's not uh uh mandatory, so yeah. I don't have to vote in the Netherlands, and I can vote here at least locally but i i am not obligated I don't have to so uh-huh. i can I can just narco <laughs> yeah and i know I know the argument well, is there if you don't go voting, you've got nothing to complain because it, you have it, it, no. You get what you deserve, sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking exactly. again.
1: In the, so you you think you're suggesting that you know we can circumvent and say, how can I get a get a, a life, craft a life for myself, and ignore as much as I can those people in pa- seats of power in the workplace? Though, how 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 doable is that? Because how can you go in and? I'm going to make my working life as good as I can and ignore those people at the top. Well, yeah, when, the, when local. the guy comes we in stay, and does stay what you local. said, yeah. comes and announces these yeah. are the figures, or oh, we're doing great, we're doing yeah. great. Ignore the fucker. And then they sack you. You can't really ignore that.
0: Or well, true. I mean, but that, that's always the point, right? I mean, especially when you're in a company where the future is really uncertain, Yes. Uh, then it gets more difficult to, 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 to go to work between the lines, if you. Will. Yeah. Um, if you're in a company where it is a little bit more, but you just have to deal with uh, a few, you know, um, disruptions mm. um, of disruptive people in, in the negative sense, then um, then just try and avoid working with them or keep your interactions with them as briefly as possible and uh, focus on the people that you do like and work with them. Well, isn't this, isn't this one of the things I kind of think about you know,
1: the, the 21st century reimagined workplace? It's not, about, it's not so much, because I used to think that, it's, I'm, not, I'm coming around to think that in, in many cases it's about how do we coexist even with people we don't like? Mm. Or how do we coexist and co-work with people that we struggle with? Because mm. I think these are parts of the new, the, the, sort of the undiscovered territory for most businesses. We aren't, and you've used this statement before, we don't get to choose who we work with. And in many cases, that is the case. I mean, folks like you and I, we do get to choose, to a large extent, who we work with. Um, And I need to remember that in a lot of folks' lives that I go, you know, clients who I go in and work with, they haven't chosen who their co-workers are. They've applied for a job. They've assumed the job role. And then they're presented with these other team members, some of whom they like, some of whom they dislike. And I think the challenge is how do we then... Develop the ability to co-work and collaborate. How do we uh, how do we rise above that sort of stuff that gets I mean, in the way? Becoming of aware
0: work. of those situations in the first place, and then try yeah. and do something about it. Yeah. Well, this be, is the be, thing: be, being able to do something about it. Right, being in an environment where where it's even accepted to to uh, to break that sound of silence, if you will, yeah, and uh, uh, or to break the silence and, and to actually be able to stand up and, and this goes back to the soci- sociometry uh, mm-hmm. um, episode that we did where you go like well you know you cannot force this on people yeah. you have to do it with people you can not do it at people or to yeah. people it does, doesn't work that way so you have to yeah. do it with people that means yeah. that they have to be first they have to be aware that uh, or they have to be aware of the fact that there is a problem that needs fixing or they have to be aware of uh, certain tools that can improve their working environment. Um, I think, I mean, people can be very aware that their team is not working. But there would be a lot of people that wouldn't even know where to begin thinking about a solution. You know, yeah, they go on, a, you know, on, on, the, on the famous uh, team working uh day and, and try and fix everything in, in mm-hmm. by in one, building a raft together. Yeah, and finishing it by five o'clock and going back
1: thinking that we're all good now. And this comes back to the point that Anne-Marie was pushing is that, and I agree with her, I, I'm, no, I'm no idealist I, I well, I, I am. I, I'm an idealist in the sense that I have a picture of how <coughs> humans could collaborate more and more effectively. I'm also a realist. I live in the real world and I know that stuff happens. It's not easy, as she said, and it's also not impossible. So I'm thinking about this situation, the CEO comes in, figures are great, we're doing well, you guys have done fantastic, and there's a sea of people thinking, and are you not going to talk about the few people that have just been fired, or are none of us going to talk about, and I think about the story of the emperor's new clothes, you know, that moment when the boy said, but the emperor's not wearing any clothes, suddenly the power shifted into his hands. And I think sometimes, again, this is where it may sound like a realist, or you might think I'm got an incredibly vivid imagination. (laughs) The power can shift incredibly quickly when one of us warms up to what is actually in us and says, but are we not going to talk about the fact that we have just lost 10 of our colleagues? Or are we not going to talk, because you talk about there's a problem that needs addressing, are we not going to talk about this thing within our team, or in our, or how effectively or ineffectively, are we not going to talk about this Mm -hmm. thing, and instantly I think the power shifts.
0: If you, if you do that, uh, and, and that's, I, I think, the biggest trick. If you do something like that, if you break the silence at the yeah. right moment, right? So yeah. the right energy level in the room mm. and the right people are there. And if you do it at the right moment, you break the silence, you got a revolution. That's how powerful it can be to stand mm. up and say something. It just takes an enormous amount of guts to actually do that. Yes. And that courage is something that's been ebbing away, mm. uh, eroding if, mm. uh, for for a long time now. Because it, it becomes more and more dangerous to actually do that. I mean, in, 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 because, I mean, ever since the Second World War, I mean, there's been unions, there's been strikes, there's been... Their whole generation has been working their ass off yeah. to to get a forty-hour work week to get yeah. you know uh, what are they called C C uh, you know collective. Uh, uh, um, um, uh, insurances and job insurances and 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 collective pays you know that, that we know that all oh, the universal made, income yeah. yeah those kind of things I mean there's a whole generation two generations that have been working on those kind of things and now uh, where my wife works their job is just simply not secure I mean they don't know they've learned their lesson despite having a contract for a longer period of time, they don't know. Mm. Their contract that they have with the company is absolutely worthless.
1: Mm.
0: Because they've been taught recently that it is. Mm. Right? Because people are were getting fired just like that. Mm. No warning, nothing. Mm. So they know that you know standing up, shouting out, breaking the silence, can
1: be very dangerous. There's a cost, potentially a cost, that's right. Potentially, I'm, I'm yeah. Exactly. yeah because I mean, you're not sure. Yeah, in certain environments, I, I remember we did um, a piece of uh, work, over, it was rolled out over a year, as part of a larger piece of work around um, engagement, broadly, however you want to describe, uh, understand that by. But it was around people feeling um, valued and listened to, and um, conversations around performance. It was a place that was friendly, but conversations around performance were not had because people were scared that if I raised this conversation about your performance, you might not like me or I might break the relationship. So it was around how do we develop the capabilities to have these kinds of conversations and stop not saying things, please? Because the things we're not saying are the things that all of us think. Mm-hmm. You know, I was looking at the list of your questions in your article, how can you not worry about climate change? How can you not worry about, um, how can you not worry about dot, dot, dot? You can put anything after that sentence. How can you not worry about the fact that we're not talking about poor performance in our workplace?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then I was thinking just then as you were speaking, if somebody speaks up about it, you, you gain some power. You've, you've named something that then, it then behoves us to look at, I suppose. Now we've seen it, we can't unsee it. Now you've said it, you can't unsay it. You've said we've got a problem with workplace performance or team relationships or something like that. Power then, when you name it, is not just a right. We can all speak up. It's also a responsibility. It then becomes our responsibility if we name it not to back away from our comment, you know, to stand by our question. Look, how, yeah. can we not, how can we not talk about these things?
0: Once you open the box.
1: And that, I think, is a big thing too because some of these things that are before us we don't have to feel responsible for all of it. And I think that's the beauty, that's, that's the, the magic and the beauty of sociometry is that if I name something, it's not all mine to fix. No. But I know that I can enlist people and th- who else wants to talk about this? You know, and I think, you know, I th- I, I hear, I, I've heard Celine talk about her story of work she's done in Sanofi Pasteur. I was listening again to Anne-Marie talk and it's like you make your small significant change in the way that you can in your world, in your workspace, with your few colleagues, find your allies begin to have the conversations that need to be had, I suspect people will find that you're not the only one that thinks and feels this, you're not the only one who feels uneasy about the CEO coming in with this amazing positive announcement you know go and have a chat with somebody else, you don't have to do it in front of the whole company but you can have a chat with one or two people who you notice also look uncomfortable and say, how can we not talk about this you know i think it it's about taking that so there is a we have a right to take that and to name things but to follow through with sure. it is a responsibility not just to drop it as a bomb in a, in a meeting and walk away from it
0: that's one of the the, the, the trickiest parts i mean that's that's why you get people who like the sound of their own voice uh who stand up and 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 yell something into the crowd just you know to to get a reaction or to mm. To incite something or whatever, mm. and and the next thing you know, they sit down again and they back away from the statement that they made and let other people just worry about it.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, for
0: good reason. You know, you're not allowed to shout fire in a in a in
1: a in a theater or a cinema unless there's a fire. For good reason, you create panic.
0: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But if there is a fire, by all means, stand but that's up not and by all means. Fire. That, I mean.
1: Similarly, that that and that that's equates to you know. Is, we, need, we have a responsibility also to speak up. We have a responsibility to stand by our words when we say them, but we also have a responsibility to speak up and say, fire, if there's a fire. We have a responsibility to speak up and say, there are people being sacked for no reason, or there are people being sacked and we're not being told why. We have a responsibility I think to speak up because the sackings create uncertainty or fear, or and those are not conducive to good Workplaces, I think. Well, they're certainly not conducive to the kind of 21st century workplaces that people want to be working in now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. You know, where does our responsibility sit? Um, it, you know, where does our power sit and where does our responsibility sit? With me. It sits with me. <laughs> yeah, true. It, you know, I'm, it's, it's an interesting conversation where I'm sort of thinking it comes back to me or roads point to me. I can choose not to speak up or I can choose to speak up. And maybe I have to think that where's it responsible is responsible for me of me. If I do speak up and something's not happening. Right.
0: I mean, I, I am very aware of when I, because I can be very expressive and I very opinion, opinion, let's say the word, opinion, opinionated. opinionated. That's the mm. word. And, uh, so I'm very aware of the fact that, that I, I, I complain about our governments and, and, then I don't do anything about it. Right? I yeah. don't I don't go voting and uh, voting and uh so and I don't go protesting anymore or whatever, um marching. Um simply because I don't see the point in it. Mm. And um so I know there's there's the contradiction of of at one end you you see something and you try and do something or you don't do anything about it. Um And then you see something and you may dare not do anything about it. I mean, fortunately, in in the countries that we live in, you can still uh, go out on the street and protest. Um, Most of the time, you're fine. Mm. And uh, in other regimes, I mean, you you can't even do that anymore. I mean, I don't think you want to try it again in Egypt. No, I'm statement. I'm aware
1: that though even those rights are being
0: eroded slowly, you know. True. I mean, they're they're coming up with all very clever laws and and stuff which prohibit uh, uh, you from just marching onto the street and just protesting, um, or you need a but, permit to do something like that or whatever. Or you can yeah, but you don't
1: do need. Yeah, but in it, interestingly, you know, we you don't need a permit to camp out in front of the Apple store days before the new iPhone is released, and they they think it's a wonderful jolly media event isn't this sweet look at the queues of people they're sleeping out for two or three nights where are the barricades where are the you know the crowd you know it's an expression of what it's an expression of what's acceptable in, in the current system
0: it's again a be, reflection
1: be, of our current I'm demonstrating. I'm demonstrating. I'm a good consumer here. Well, that's all right. That's that's acceptable. I'm demonstrating that I'm unhappy that you're sending us to war. that's not acceptable.
0: Oh that's something that I talk about in in that I wrote about in the in the uh, oh I have to look at it um, um, how to fire people. I think the one yes yes is um, oh man what was the point that I was going to make? What is it that you said? Um, yeah, you're good little boys. Yeah. Be good little consumers.
1: If what you're doing, if 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 the the kind of the social act that you take up is is in line with the the predominant mindset or the predominant uh, set of values, then that's acceptable. Yeah. But if you want to protest those dominant set of values or the dominant mindset, that's not acceptable.
0: No. And that's worrisome, obviously, mm. because you create a certain mindset, which Mm. people slowly accept. And I hate to to make this so much bigger than we really want it to be, because if you talk about reimagining work, Mm. still the main thing that we talk about or that we would like to see is that an individual just finds his or hers uh, way in the uh, the working environment uh, for them to be happy with it is what it is that they do. Whether yes. they they want to start a revolution or just be disruptive, or just have a conversation with somebody about some sort of process just to make it a little bit more better, or just have a conversation about you know what more flexible hours or or things like that, little things. Mm. Uh, but the bigger things, and you know, we have a period in our history which is very, um, very, 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 very black. But there were many lessons to be learned from that era, and um, I must say, and it's something that I write about too I mean, there are certain lessons that we learned that we implement today uh, because they are valuable, and that's mainly how to control the masses, how to, to influence people through media and propaganda. Um, but one of the, the worst things is creating a certain state of mind. Uh, they did that extremely well in, in Nazi Germany where, or in, in South Africa, uh, with mm. the apartheid, that's also, I mean, with uh, my my dad, he had a conversation with with a South African, and that's like, wow, thirty years ago maybe, mm. something like that, and he said, this this is unbelievable, I mean this guy, I mean you couldn't even have a conversation with that guy where he referenced to black people as human.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's just—I mean, it's extreme, right? Mm. I mean, and 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 not being able to to consider uh, or or uh, a Jew as a human, mm. and in order to be able to do certain things to them, mm. uh, it's an extreme form of mm. brainwashing or in, in, indoctrination or whatever you mm. want to call mm. it, but. I think stuff like that is also happening right mm. now, only in a different way, in a more subtle way. Mm. Uh, I mean, the erosion that we're talking about, it's so subtle, it's mm. so slowly, and they've been doing it for, they've been working on it for such a long time. And I, I know, I know, I know, conspiracy, blah, 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 blah. But still, I mean, just think about it. If you have a company where you have 10,000 people, you need a way to control them. If you have a company or a country where you have 300 million people, mm. you need a way to control them. Well, if,
1: if you come from, if you come from a, 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 a set of ideas that says that things need to be controlled exactly. and people need to be controlled.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And 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 that state of mind that's being created now, with yes. uh, you know everything is about terrorism now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you cannot. I mean, you cannot turn left or right without being confronted with terrorism. And I go like, well, okay, whatever. You know, we just come up with rules. Uh, there's a Dutch politician who wants to close all borders leading into Europe. Mm. for refugees and blah blah Mm. blah 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 blah. obviously for economic reason but for terrorism and you go Mm. like Really? I mean because there's millions of fugitives. They're all terrorists, you know, Mm. right? They're all gonna flood into our country and blow up everything. Mm. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? There's like a thing, you know, a incident uh, and and
1: yeah, well, but, you know, shutting I mean, we know that's a really uh, low, um, sort of knee-jerk sort of thing. Because shutting borders wouldn't have stopped Anders Breivik killing all the people that he killed. Wouldn't you stop know, anybody. I, I, we we know that's a that's a complete nonsense sort of thing. It's a knee-jerk thing. But when you've got a climate of fear and people wondering what's next, and the and 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 uh, information at hand, easy to hand, tells you that the world is a dangerous place. It can be easy to subscribe to some of that stuff. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. And this is why. And, I'm and, and it would
0: w- it thing. would even happen subconsciously. I mean, that's 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 right. that's. I mean, there are videos on on YouTube. Uh, obviously, you have the documentaries about nine eleven, but they've got edits in there of you know just over the uh, from a speech. The amount of times that uh, Giuliani, for instance, uses the word terror and terrorist and terrorism mm. in one speech, it's just insane. It's just repeating, 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 repeating. Oh, and it's just it, it fear-mongering. In, it shifts, I mean,
1: it, yeah, and it shifts the agenda and people begin to, to go along with it because it is unconscious. And this is why I think the word erode is useful because it is somebody acting upon you know, our freedoms, tiny bit by tiny bit, slowly eroding. There is an agent at work something is happening to our freedoms to our sense of um, you know uh, power and response power in the world I suppose
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: which is why I'm strongly in favor of people taking control of their own learning not swallowing what they're fed in, in any medium really you know and I think we're in exciting times as well as difficult times we're also in exciting times because we can actually inform ourselves a lot about things and learn things and we don't have to um, restrict exactly.
0: ourselves. Exactly. Don't listen very, to me. You know, I mean, if you listen to this, don't listen to me. Just go on the internet and, and yeah, don't listen figure, to us. figure just, stuff out. You know? That's I mean, right. Don't listen to just us. Just yeah. open your eyes and yeah. learn as much as you can learn about, about how governments are dealing with, 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 with citizens and um, how, how, how their propaganda machines work and all these kind of things. And, and then know that, I mean, we all have to learn from somebody, you know. And our major businesses, I mean, take banks and their CEOs and their unlimited rewards and, and bonuses and, and those kind of things. They all, the attitude is something that, that sifts down. And we're creating mm. that gap and, and people are learning whether they like it or not, to behave in a certain way. And, you know, mm. the, the quieter you become, the better it is. Yeah. Right? So if we just worry on Facebook continuously about cats and food and mm. our holiday, that's mm. all good and well, but it leads you nowhere, Right. And it's always funny to see that as soon, as soon as you put something controversial up on Facebook, you have no reply. If you put something up that is just, ah, oh, so cute, you get like, ah, oh, comments. You mm-hmm. know? And it's not downplaying my friends, but mm. it's just, if people don't want to hear it. You know?
1: Yeah, and this, is, and this is, the again, it comes back to your question. How can you not worry about dot, dot, dot? How? Because it's too big. It's so big. You know, yeah. and I think we have we have got to we've got to keep some of the perspective around this and think well, what small bits, incremental bits, can I make that make a qualitative improvement to my life and my loved ones or my co-workers? And I think that's the shift. I think it's coming back to thinking globally, act locally. That sort of that expression. Mm-hmm. Whereas the whereas the little shifts that I actually can enact, <coughs> what little things can I learn? about myself or the world or others because how can I not worry about climate change? Well, I, I do and I can but if I sat and thought about it too much I, I'd get, I could probably get immobilized with um, overwhelm or fear or and, and then go to what can I do about it and that's you know something I hear, what can I do about it? What's, what difference would I make? We'll make a difference, you know, work out where you can make a difference yeah, that true. would qualitative, qualitatively improve
0: mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm.
1: What things can I start to talk about that would qualitatively improve my life, or make me feel less afraid or less um, isolated? You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. The, I mean, that, that's a very good point because one of the things is that. Um, um, okay, I'm going to refer to nine eleven again. Um, I do believe that it's not entirely. Exactly what our governments tell us that it was. And for various reasons. Doesn't really matter. I think one of the biggest things that the reason why a lot of people wouldn't even consider something like that is because it's just too complex and too big mm. to conceive the idea that it would actually be, as they call it, an inside job. I Mm. mean, it's just people cannot fathom that Mm -hmm. that would actually would have at least been possible, Mm. right? I'm not necessarily, because I don't have any evidence, so I'm not Mm -hmm. saying one way or another, but at least consider the fact that whatever report they brought out is not the truth, at least not the whole truth, or maybe not even part of the truth. Yes, you know? yes. And then, then our governments, our local governments here, uh, or European governments, accepting whatever the U.S. says, U.S. government says, mm-hmm. and just accepting it as as the truth, and you know, spreading that gospel uh, as well. And and people just don't even, yeah. It's just too big, and that's with climate I think change. That's part it's just of the, the same point. thing. It, it, it's
1: just it, yes. I think that's part of the point that, that we keep coming back to is question everything. Question everything. Don't just take stuff because we live in a world of information and and it's all out there, and hyperconnectivity, and it's out there. So question everything. Yeah. Um. And I think that's probably a good question to, or a statement to end our. <laughs> podcast on question everything
0: and if you've been listening question everything we've just said <laughs> yeah 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 don't take anything for granted yeah no and please do uh, find us and 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 continue the conversation if you want and yeah. have an opinion by all means uh, we're happy if you do Absolutely. even if you do not agree with us that's good it means that you're at least you're thinking and, and 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 the engaging bit's good too. Really good. Is that I was
1: you know saying earlier? You know, uh, say it rather than not say it.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: So until our next episode, uh, signing off.
0: Yep. Okay. Yes. Until next time. Find us on RW Cast. Uh, this episode is going to be zero fifteen dot Cast, and please do connect. Thank you. Thank you.